and you're doing a lot of stuff. I hope you have some great reasons. I hope you uh, have some great reasons. You want to talk about it? Let's do this. Let's get into this. You got some great reasons. You're doing a lot of stuff right now. I mean, if you'll take a look at the long list of obligations you have, you're, you're pretty obligated out there, pretty stretched out there a few years. And of course, I want to just say, I'm tr this is me trying to be nicer. Sandy, my, I, my wife tells me, she goes, you know, I've listened to you and you, man, you sound like a drill sergeant. And of course, that's just because, well, I, I'm not hearing anyone else say, talk about this. And, and maybe there are people out there, but uh, all I'm saying is you're going to do something every day. Uh, why, wouldn't it be a good idea if you had a really great reason? I mean, a really great reason. That's, 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 that's when you know you're doing the shit you love to do because it's like you get all energized about it, you know. You know, I mean, think about the reason you would be inclined to go snowboarding. My, my daughter and her family, my grandsons and my, my, my kids are up snowboarding today and they're having a blast, right? And I'm just thinking, yeah, and I bet they had a bunch of great reasons because it's fun and it's, it's exciting. And sometimes you almost die or you feel like you are and you're just pushing the envelope as, I mean, to that limit, right? That's a, that's a great reason to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and drive to the slopes and get there at 5 or 4 and, and get your skis on, get some coffee, and you get set up, and then there you are all day long. And what's funny about it, it isn't even, it's not like it's easy, right? Laying around in the snow doing all, the, doing all that comes with that, right? And why do you do it? Why do you just continue to do it? Why do we buy season passes and and spend the money on gas and drive and come home tired after work the next day. Why, why do we do that? That's the way I got a great reason. Have you ever had anybody come back from snowboarding going, man, I'm not going to do that again because that was just, bleh, that was terrible. That was terrible. Especially if they've done it before, especially if they took the effort to go ahead and just buy a second or third or maybe a season pass, right? They decided, well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen. And it's because they have a great reason in their mind. They can they can see all kind of the cool all kinds of cool benefits from the decision to go there and do that. Hmm. Am I am I being nice enough? I'm trying to be a little nicer. Why are you doing what you're doing? Do you have great reasons? You have that house. I mean the house that you picked and you and along with it it's all the other stuff. And of course the logical and, and, and a, a correct analogy that I get in a conversation I get is, well, you know, you, you, you have to have a place to live, man. All right, all right, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, you, but I mean, but I, I, I equate to uh, this whole idea that I'm trying to share to making it fit. Now, you, you know what that means, right? You, you don't go in a store and you see a size, you need a size, let's see, a 34 jacket right and it's for the winter but but then you realize you go down the rack and you see a size 64 jacket for the same exact freaking price and there you are there you are you're like oh my god oh look at that oh do you buy the bigger jacket no no you're not going to go home and make a bunch of little jackets out of a big ass jacket no it's not going to happen and that's the same exact thing we're talking about here when we talk about anything else we in we in, in, invite into our life, any kind of obligation or thing that that requires our attention, I mean, how, you don't need a size sixty four jacket if you're a fisherman. You don't need a big ass house, four thousand square feet. No one gives a shit. I mean, I know, 
I know we all want to believe they do, but they don't. No one gives a crap what you have. In fact, we they're not even able to, I mean, take a look around. And this is one of my pet peeves. I mean, it's it's clearly an indication of just how jacked up we are, right? Just how delusional we are about the information we have going on in our heads. But we don't even talk to anybody when we're when we are uh, out and about. I mean, you see people, they sh- they turn their head like, like, hey, dude, I'm not the devil. I'm not going to hurt you. And I'm like thinking, wow, am I really that scary? Freaking asking my wife going into, into one of the grocery stores. She's like, well, no, I don't think, you know, you're not scary. I'm like, oh, my God, I must be scary. No one will even freaking look at me. Uh-oh. Want a great reason? Need a great reason to to bring your eyes up and out and look around at the world and make eye contact with the people around you is because when you do that, what that does is that tells that person that they don't have to be afraid of you, right? Because when when animals typically are stealthy and they avert their eyes and they stay low and quiet, that's kind of make you a little bit nervous, right? I mean, you see a lion over there, it's just hanging out, swishing flies with its tail, and it's just got its head up and doing nothing. That's one thing. But if he's walking up on a Jeep and you're sitting there, there's a lion and he's getting kind of crouched and his, his tail's low and he's got his eyes narrowed or just barely looking at you. Man. Something to think about. There's, I mean, it's, what would be the great reason or the great thing about doing something as simple as that? Let's talk about it. You want a great reason? You know how cool it is, and I'm kind of attention-starved when it comes to conversation. I'm going to admit that. I love talking to people. I love hearing people's stories. I love inviting conversation out of people because people, we do love to talk about ourselves, right? And I know I probably don't do as much of that, right? But, I mean, wouldn't that, I mean, you can't, I mean, that's a pretty damn good reason, right? Can you imagine just going in the grocery store and you know the checker's name and they know you and you, and you talk and you ask how their season was and of course it's just nice interaction. You you laugh or maybe crack a joke when you see someone in the aisle, but at least you say at the very least is good morning or a smile. It's it's okay. I I can pretty much guarantee that person that you're you you're ignoring for whatever reason they're they're not the enemy. You you might want to make friends with that person. Just say hey, how you doing? Yeah. Why the hell not? I mean, it would certainly make things better than they are right now. I mean, at least I have someone to talk to when I'm standing in the meat counter at the meat counter waiting for lunch meat, right? I mean, but no, 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 no. Over there about run over someone because both of you were in a hurry and it's like you scamper off like uh, like someone turned the lights on. Like scampering off, got to go. Oh, I can't, t- don't, 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 don't talk to them. Oh, my God. All right. So, uh, again, I apologize if I'm... If I'm scaring you, don't 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 mean to scare you. Don't want to scare you. No, not that. We're scared enough. We're scared enough. I mean, and you got some great reasons, right? You got some great reason why why would be we walking around with our heads down, not looking at each other? Why do you suppose that is? Well, because we don't want to get in a friggin' argument. We don't want to just have to. I mean, it's easier not to deal with you than it is to listen to you go on ten minutes about your superstar candidate whichever side you're on or your big issue right that you're willing to punch people out for that i mean i i get that right and of course that's a that, that that's a perspective changer in itself think about it what great reason does a man living in the midwest have for 
alienating, alienating himself from so many people and, and spending a, a gaggle of time talking about him and, and chasing him and, and, and spitting their noise, their poison. What, what is the true benefit of that? You get subsidies, maybe? Hmm, maybe. The bottom line is, I don't think he even knows who you are. And the bottom line is, um, he's not working for you. I don't care what his name is. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter what his name is. You know, we got those special interest groups. You know, those. there are a bunch of people, and, and, they, and they, they really worry about us, too. Big corporations that are worried about us. They're worried about us noticing they're shrinking the size of the candy bars. I mean, I've noticed that. I mean, it's nice. I'm losing weight. I stop, There's a point when I just stop buying the shit. I figure, nah, nah, nah. I'm not going to spend six bucks for a friggin' handful of cocoa dust. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got a great reason. What do you suppose the great reason would be for me not buying things that I don't, that, that don't, that don't come to rise to my expectation? Well, that's the same reason you should be not buying things that don't rise to your expectation, because that's the value. Bringing it back to a great reason, right? Value, value. If you had to choose between what you will do, let's see, where are we at? Oh, we're on Thursday. We're Thursday. Wow, you still got t today and then Friday. Oh, man, thank God for Friday, right? When you think about how all the crap you did from the, from Monday morning when you was hungover, you said you wasn't going to be, but then you, you were, but that's that's beside the point, I guess. Um, look at all the stuff you did, and... And, of course, you have a great reason, right? Because if you don't go to work and you don't make the money and do all that stuff you do, your your life will slowly or quickly, depending on what it is, your life will eventually fall apart. Right. Now, this is where, again, we got to go back to why we do what we do. And, of course, we have to be honest. Why do you suppose your life looks like it does at the at the very basic of this whole premise? Where do you, where do you suppose your life looks like it does? Oh, you're not sure. Well... Or, well, you picked it. That's the big one. Well, you know, I, that's what I decided. That's what the tough guys, oh, that's what I friggin' decided. It's my business. You know. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of, but maybe not. Yeah, where, did he, where did you get that idea, do you suppose? I mean, I'm just asking. Don't get all in your britches at me about it. Don't get all angry and all bowed up at me. I, I'm just asking a question. Uh, you know anybody else who happens to have done the same exact thing? I'm just throwing an idea out there. Hmm. Well, yeah. Now, that was, and of course, yeah, there's all kinds of great reasons, right? Let's talk about the great reasons. Well, it's a great investment. Great investment. Better than, better than renting, I can tell you that. Better than renting. I mean, it's always better for someone when you pay them twice as much as the house is worth just because you don't have the money to buy the house. And then, of course, let's not add in all of the other obligations that come with that. Now, now, now of course, let's be let's 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 give credit where it's due, right? I mean, if you're if you're the kind of guy, I mean, you're living on better homes and gardens, TV, and you're just rocking and rolling it, and you love painting and you love doing lawns, and your lawn, your yard is perfect, right? Because that's that would be an indicator that you're right on track. I mean, right? I keep putting up crappy 
pod podcast. What do you suppose that's about? It's because, well, I, I'm kind of into it. I mean, this is my thing. I, I'm consistent, and I continually work to get better. So, yeah, that would be my thing. It's all squared away. See, that's the true tell of our of our amazing choices. When you wake up in the morning and you engage in those choices, are they squared away? You're you're the you're the model car guy or the Star Wars guy, and you dust your stuff and you watch the price and and it, and it serves a legitimate purpose. It doesn't disable your life. It doesn't reduce your choices because you just can't. You've got this thing, this anchor. There is the value, right? You can do whatever you want to do with your time, but the question is, are you drawing the value you need from it? More than that, are you are you meeting the minimum requirement? I mean, I think that it exists for all of us, and that is to wake up and strive to be the best version of yourself you can. I mean, and how do you get the ball rolling on that? Well, we've been talking about it. I think I've said it about a thousand times. You need a great reason. I, need, I had a great reason when I decided that I was going to figure out how to be a good partner and instead of just guess at it. Because after like 40 friggin' years of being married, I, the guessing at it wasn't working. I mean, I, yeah, I worked hard, I, but it didn't seem to change much. And so finally I said, hmm, I, it would be way so much easier to travel around the country in an RV with someone I like. And so I started learning about relationships, and I had a great reason, because I wanted to travel around the country. And, of course, Sandy, my wife of 43 years, is uh, she's pretty freaking awesome. Don't mind telling the world that either. I had a great reason. And that great reason, once I jumped into it and I got had the right reason, all of a sudden it got easy for me to go start getting on the Internet, because I was already there. I was already on my phone, right? Start getting on the internet and doing some searches, trying to find some stuff about how to be a better husband. And then, it's funny, but out of the blue, right? Out of the blue, my son sends me The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. Bam! I listened to it once, and I start, I tried to talk to my wife about it a little bit, and then she didn't want to hear it. She was, we was that, that's how bad it was. And then I, so I went in and I listened to it again, and then she didn't want to hear it, and then then I listened to it a third time, and then I came home. She was on fire for something, and things were going south quick. And what happened was I, I, I had my tools. I understood myself. I said, and I told her she was all upset about about me retiring early and about some other stuff. I'm riding my bike and losing weight, and she's having to go to work, and she don't like it, and she wants me to be miserable too. And normally, what would happen? Well, normally we would argue with each other. We'd stay mad at each other until she came home from dinner, and I'd fix her a nice dinner, maybe have some cold beer in the fridge, tell her how sorry I was, and we'd go about our way. But nothing would ever get fixed. We would approach that same intersection again and again and again. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, what if if she's crying, then she's got to be hurt. Forget about me. I mean, if your partner's crying on the ground, stubbed their toe, or tripped and fell, you're going to run over. You're going to pick them up. You're going to say, hey, how can I help you? And that's that's all I did. I said, you know, I, I'm all right. I'll, I'm give, I'll give her this. This is my I mean, my obligation. I said, it's till death do us part, right? I mean, we'd take a bullet for our partner. So when they're upset and crying, why wouldn't we go over and say, hey, listen, honey, I see... 
Why are you crying? What can I do to help that stop? I know some guys be getting all tight right now. This is the tight moment, right? It's like, what? What do you, right? It's over there. I can't do that, right? Okay, well, then, then keep rolling the way you're rolling. I mean, if you don't have a great enough reason to want to, you can't imagine how amazing it would be to actually be so, such so cohesive with the person you share your life with that you're like, everything gets easier. You're like, well, she's over there. You're like, no, I'll get the, no, I got the dishes. You just sit down and just drink your wine. I got the dishes. And you're over there arguing. That's the biggest thing, closest thing to an argument you have. Is you just sit down. I'm going to do the dishes. I, yeah, you know, you, you look tired. Here, and then I'm going to rub your feet. And I don't, I don't want you arguing about it, right? I mean, and of course, that's kind of funny. But you can't imagine it, right? Because that's not how we think. That's all I'm talking about. I'm not over here trying to, people get all scared. And of course, you know. I'm kind of a drill sergeant. It's like, why the hell aren't you doing that shit? Why the hell you just, God dang, it's so damn easy. You go speeding. How many, and, and examples are all around us, right? So here's an idea. Here's just something that we probably should teach our kids when they're young. And that is, if you are young, you don't have any money. So of all of the people in our society who should not be breaking the law and getting involved in the law, which will take all your money, um, it would be young people who don't have any money. And, of course, what, what happens? Who is it that's always getting pulled over? The people who can't afford it. I don't get pulled over because I know that's a, that, that sign on the side of the road, it has numbers on it. If you stay kind of close to that, that number within five or seven miles you, an hour, you're pretty, you're pretty safe. You're all right. Just run with traffic. Don't be getting all crazy, but just run with traffic, right? Um, and what's the great reason for subscribing to something like that? What are the three things you need to survive and to grow in this world? You need time. That is, you need to be alive. You need to have some time, a space where you exist that you can generate some sort of effort or action in some direction. You need money because there is a certain amount of money that's required for you to sustain a reasonable level of existence. I mean, you got to kind of have to be able to generate enough revenue so you can like, have a place to sleep and to wash yourself and to launch any endeavors you might have as a result of that. So that's, that's, a, that's a given. And then the final one is you have to have the energy. You have to have some gas in your tank. You have to have some stuff going on inside you where you're like, man, I, I ain't going to sit here. Fuck, it's raining. I'll get a raincoat. We got shit to do, right? If you have a great reason for that, right? If you all of a sudden you start coming up with a great reason, you start coming up with a great idea and it doesn't have to cost you anything. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe a great reason for you to, uh, to start doing push-ups every day and air squats every day and just start working out every time you walk out the door of your house or trigger, use a trigger, something you do in your life. Well, every time you do that, when you get done, you do some push-ups, you do some air It doesn't cost you anything. But you know what it does? It does what you need to do right now. And that's to have a great reason to move. And when you establish that doing something consistently will bring you to that, all of a sudden, that's a pretty damn good reason. I mean, think about all the possibilities that you're just not engaging in because you don't have a better reason than the reason you're sitting where you are doing what you are right now. I mean, think about it. How many hours do you think a day we spend on social media? Of course, people go, don't be talking about social media. I don't know what else to do. 
Your life doesn't get any better unless you make it better. Who are you looking at every day? What do you spend time talking to every day? What do you spend time thinking about every day? Are you thinking about how you can fix that one thing in your life that just keeps kicking you in the kicking you in the back? You're going through life and every so often you get hit with it. Maybe you just haven't figured out how to secure a reliable vehicle or maybe you don't have the ability to work on one and you'd like to kind of, you got to prep something up there because you need transportation. So what do you do? Well, you got a great reason. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a nice car that you could rely on and you maintained and, and you had the financial backing to actually keep that car running? All of a sudden, man, getting to work ain't going to be shit. Hey, you drop me off and then you go to work and I'll wait. You can pick me up or I'll take the bus home. All of a sudden, now you've increased your your, uh, your viability double-fold because not only are you making money, but you have the freedom to manipulate other parts of your life because now you can work, right? And if you're working and you're not having fun, there's a whole another issue right there, right? The only reason you're not having fun when you show up at work is because you don't have a great reason. You know what I'm talking about, right? A great reason. A great reason why you're there. A great idea in your head where you've sat down and you've imagined where, what your effort, how your effort is realigned is going to make your life better. What does that look like? Well, no, just imagine. All right, so you go to work right now. You're going to go to work tomorrow. It's Friday, and you're going to do what you do on Friday. And you're going to do it because, well, because you have to. I mean, that, and i got to tell you, because you have to is not a very great reason to, I mean, it's not even a good reason to do anything. Well, because well, I have to. But how do you turn that I have to around into, damn, all right, all right, all right. Change the reason. Change it from I have to to, well, since I'm here, I'm just going to go ahead and be a badass at this. And you envision and you can see how much better your life would be if you had the ability to make more decisions. Because coming in corporate America, productivity matters. Now, there it often requires a jump, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But think about this. Think about this. You show up at work tomorrow, and instead of you being the same guy you was today and yesterday and the last month and the last year, all of a sudden your reason changes. What would be a good reason to go to work even though you hate the job? What would be a good reason? I got one. Here, here. I got one. Um, how about this? How about, um, let me think here. How about you um, have a better job in mind? Maybe a job that pays more. Maybe it's the same crappy-ass job, but it pays a hell of a lot more. That Wow. Whoa. Is that a great reason or what, right? Is that a great reason or what? I know, I know. You're scratching your head. You're going, well, what the hell does that mean? What's that got to do with where I'm at now? All right, well, do you know absolutely everything about what your company does? Are you? Do you know as much as the manager? Are you sitting there picking the boss's brain? He asks for a volunteer to do something that's out of the scope of his work, and, and you ignore it like, screw those guys. They don't even pay me enough for what I do now. Well, that's the reason you're actually not rocking and rolling your life. But imagine, say, that you can imagine that you, by learning more and then actually budding up to the boss, and you can get some extra training and advancing your skills and poking your nose in places that you don't know anything about, and you start advancing yourself, and you can say, well, I'll do that, and then you learn how, even if you're not getting paid for it. What do you suppose happens when you write all that stuff down on a, let's say, a, oh, a, a resume? I was, you know, whatever, you're, it's a labor, but this is what you did. You coordinated the uh, cleanup, and you got the custodians 
organized and you went ahead and took over an organized system for the storage closet while you was at it, right? And you tried to, you streamlined how you were doing certain processes and you assigned and started creating systems so you could just plug people into them. It's not, it's not, it's not beyond your reach. And the issue here is you got a great reason, right? You want to make more money or don't you? You're, I mean, as I've said before, with everything, you're going to do something. Everyone, I don't care what you, what your life looks like. You're, you're going to wake up every day. You're doing something. All I'm saying is, well, if you're going to do something, then uh, do it for a good reason, like, like because it makes your life better, because it energizes you to be all fired up about why you do it. You want another example of that? Let's talk about that. I used to work in a federal prison, did 23 and a half years in a federal prison, and I, I met some really great people. A lot of them even lived there. Um, but what was common was I would be given a class on leadership and on life skills for groups of inmates. And what I would get was that they were just, it just was overwhelming. And I said, well, you're not doing it for the right reason, right? See, and I pointed something out to them that they had completely forgotten or hadn't tied into what we were talking about. I said, listen, when some guy walks up on the yard and he's like, oh, I'm going to take your lunch or I'm going to do this and that, what do you do? He goes, well, you knock him out, man. You just walk over the top of him. You, you know, that's when you throw down, right? And I'm like, okay, so what happens when you get out of prison and some, somebody tells you or you face some challenge like, well, well no, I ain't going to hire you, bro. You just got out of prison. You're freaking still me blind or whatever the idea or the precept is for why they don't hire you, right? And what do you do? Same thing. No, you don't beat the dude up that doesn't hire you. You look at what you face because the environment that you face is the same environment you're going to face tomorrow. And it's the same environment you're going to face once you come out of prison if you decide to take the shortcut. So you just be a badass about it. You say, all right, well, all right, all right, all right. what's the problem here? Well, i got to acquire some more skills. I don't have the skills I need to be kicking ass on life. And Why? Got a great reason. If anyone's got a great reason, it's a dude got out of prison, right? That, he's got definitely got a great reason. He's been missing out on a, on a whole hell of a lot. And what's funny about that is the stuff he's been missing out on, um, most of us aren't appreciating. Think about it. You, you Think about it. How many times a day do you just stop and actually count your blessings and say, damn, man. I mean, you, you walk out of the house and you got to go to work, but it makes you sad because you're so friggin' excited. So friggin' energized about being in that. It's like, oh, man, I just love hanging out in my house. I just love it. It's like, I mean, oh, just love it, right? Huh. I mean, you probably do that if you had a nice boat. Maybe you decided to pull the plug and you moved to the Caribbean, got you a sailboat, learned how to sail, or maybe you already know how to sail and you just decide, you know, we can make enough money. We'll do this. I'll write a book or something, try to be famous that way. And if not, you know, I'm the, the guy on the, on, the, on the beach there, the guy that has that little hut or has that row of boats he rents, he's doing all right. So, I mean, but in order for you to move in any direction, what is the ticket? You've got to have a great reason. Great reasons. That's what it comes down to. Where do you find it? Let's take a walk all the way back before we get to the end of this. When you wake up in the morning and you make the choice you do, there's a reason for it. You work because you have a family to support. You have the house because you need a place to live. You have all these reasons. And this whole conversation has nothing to do with what your choices are. It's a comparison. It is saying, I've chosen this. If I could streamline or reduce the impact of this on my life, 
would it make my life better or would it make it worse? Would it make it easier or would it make it harder? Would it make it more enjoyable or less? There's the value of our choices. When we make our choices fit is when we start coming up with better reasons or great reasons why we would change something. Imagine what it can be and you'll be able to achieve it. And the biggest reason we're not where we need to be isn't because we can't be. It's because we can't see it. Are you ready to see it? I certainly hope so. I appreciate everything you guys do. I appreciate you showing up every day. I'm trying to be a nice guy. I am a nice guy. I'm trying to do something for myself and for the world. Um, I hope you can hear that. Until next time, do me a favor. If you like it, share it, talk about it. And if you, even if you don't, include me in the conversation. I think we can do a lot better. And I know if you really consider it, you probably do too. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.